This is the Field of Streams Fantasy Baseball Podcast, brought to you by Fangraphs. Hello and welcome to the Field of Streams Podcast for Wednesday, May 4th. I'm your host, Dylan Higgins, joined by my co-host, Matthew Dewaskin. Matt, may the 4th be with you. Just got to get that out of the way right off the bat. How is... I know. We don't, we don't have to dwell on it. Just had to check it off the list and we can move on. I suppose. Yes. Is there anything supposed to happen for May the 4th? It's just Star Wars Day, and you'll hear it too many times. And we're going to, both as Star Wars fans, we're going to cross it off our list. But no. I mean, Star Wars as a brand has been embracing it, I suppose. But no, that's it. Yeah, but we're not going to talk about Star Wars. I'm sure you and I could probably do a Star Wars podcast, but we're not going to talk about Star Wars. We are going to talk about uh, baseball. And uh, on Tuesday, we survived the Stephen Wright versus Jose Quintana matchup. And uh, Stephen Wright fell, but he pitched just fine. I know that you're not in on Stephen Wright, but he pitched just fine, right? You tell yourself that. Uh, he It's like five straight quality starts, man. He's, he's doing okay. Had some control problems, got hit around by Jose Abreu a little bit, but he pitched just fine. But uh, to his own credit and your credit and the White Sox credit, Jose Quintana, fantastic again. Eight innings, he allowed a solo homer to Handley, and that's about it. Uh I'm crazy for my love for Stephen Wright, I suppose, more so for Rich Hill. But you have to say what you told me earlier about Chris Sale and Jose Quintana. Oh, you want me to repeat this on air? Yeah, I do. I want to hold you to it. I said that there is a non-zero chance that they could be like one and two in Cy Young voting at the end of the year. And I agreed with you that there is a non-zero chance that that is within the realm of possibility. Yeah, here uh, he's been awesome. I agree. I don't dislike Jose Quintana at all. I'm I'm not poo pooing him. I don't think he's gonna do this all year, but like he's still in his prime. Like he's taking it to the next level a bit. He's awesome. I'm I'm on board. Used to be a guy I liked as a spot starter, and now he's just a stud. So yeah, yeah, but no. You know that the White Sox are fourteen and one whenever Chris Sale. Uh, Jose Quintana or Matt Leto starts. Oh boy, that's awesome. Well, there's even bigger, better White Sox news. Uh, Matt, have you finished picking up all the confetti after the parade you threw from the good news on Tuesday? Honestly, I don't know. Kind of sad. This is just like a. a, a, It's kind of sad. Is it? No. So John John Danks was released. He was with the team for 10 years. I knew it had been a long yeah. time. Didn't know it was 10 years. Yes. Yeah. Uh, maybe it's PR, but the articles I read were like, everybody loves him. Like, it's really sad to see him go. Like, it's a bummer. Uh, everybody in the clubhouse loved him, but he was not pitching well for years now. They had lost, like, every game he'd started. Like, he had to go. This is a contending team. He has to go. I get I'm, it. I'm but... fully aware of how bad John Tanks has been. Yeah. So, happy day for you, but who's sliding in there? I mean... Happy is going, but who's getting an opportunity now? I, I, I can't imagine, you know, a three-headed monster of Eric Janssen, uh Jacob Turner, and Miguel Gonzalez can be any worse than John Banks. Can't be worse. You're right. The The bar is very low, for yes. sure. But, yeah, but honestly, too- this, this, this really takes me back to, like, you know, 2004, when, when the White Sox just had this, like, horrible, like, fifth starter, like, this five-headed fifth starter monster, and they were all just awful. Yeah. Well, they've been doing that... Uh, yeah, they've been doing that recently, and I'm trying to remember. There have been some really bad names the last couple of years, and it's not only their fifth starter. Sometimes it was their fourth starter. No, uh, no, it's been the fifth starter predominantly has been historical. Oh, 
aside from Orlando Hernandez in 2005, yeah, it's it, historically their, their fifth starter slot has been. I mean, I have a name in mind. I can't remember who it was, but the last couple of years, there's been some guys where you're like, yeah, when you're like, it's June or July and you're supposed to be competing. What? What do you? Yeah, I don't know. Can't quite round it out. But there, so there have been a lot. There have been a lot of names in that fifth starter spot for the White Sox. Yeah. Uh, but the 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 rumor is they're going to be in on Tim Tim Lincecum for when he returns. Can't be worse. Can't be worse. I mean, I, you know, for half a season, for like a hoping for like a lightning in a bottle kind of thing, I'd be fine with it. Yeah, can't be worse than John Banks. So I don't know. We'll see. And then uh, I have another stat for you. And if we're okay with being done talking about the White Sox right now, I'm fine. I'm, uh, I'm, I'm good. I feel like we're going to get confused for being a White Sox podcast, which we're not. Or just half a half a big fan of the White Sox, which is fine. Um, anyway, uh, Steve Adams sent me a stat, which he's not the originator of, but he uh, he was blown away by it and shared it with me. Our pal Steve Adams, the Cincinnati Reds bullpen has allowed runs in twenty one straight games, which is an MLB record. It's impressive. It's it'd be hard to do. I mean, you only have to allow one run a game, but twenty one straight games of at least allowing a run in that Reds bullpen. We talk about how they're bad, but there you go. They're record setting bad. Uh they give up runs and we like to pick against them. We said uh for Tuesday to go ahead and pick against John Moskett and uh he got replaced by John Lamb, I think, and did fine. They only came up with three runs, but Gonna basically give the same disclaimer I gave yesterday, where on Wednesday it's gonna be the Giants going up against Dan Straley. And there was a day where I liked Dan Straley a couple of years ago. He like led the minor leagues in strikeouts. He had some upside, but that day's I don't think he stinks, but he's not good. And the Giants are good. And again, it's that bullpen. Half of it's just that bullpen. And I don't think Dan Straley's about to go eight innings and save him from the bullpen. So no, Dan Straley will not go eight innings. So. Pick any Giants hitter you want, really. And so Wednesday we have this annoying split slate. So we have a slate of eight to start the day and then seven in the evening. And that makes it kind of thin. It's two half days. Um, It makes it kind of thin. So in all these places, if you're not sure where to go, pick a Giant. Uh, We'll be talking about them. But I I think that's definitely going to be a thing. Um, Matt, you got anything else before we get into our picks? I think we're ready for picks. All right. So at Catcher, I think in the afternoon... You can go with Buster Posey against Dan Straley. Go nuts. Or Trevor Brown. Or Don't Trevor, Brown, Trevor Brown. If he's please. in there. Um, I think that's the obvious expensive pick is Posey. And then I had two cheap picks. I had right. your boy Wilson Ramos getting Chris Medlin. Um, I think he had two doubles on Tuesday. He, he's he's okay. been fine. And then um, I have the righty on lefty, Chris Iannetta, getting Sean Manea. Uh, he likes to hit lefties, and it's only Manea's second start. He's good, but it's Ianetta getting a lefty. So if you want to go cheap there, I think that's the place to go. And I didn't have a lot else I loved in the afternoon. I think Posey's fine, and then two cheap alternatives. Uh, do you have any other catchers in the afternoon? Yes. Okay, who do you got? Uh, one, Tucker Barnhart versus Jake PV. Sure, yeah, if you like Tucker Barnhart, which you do. Uh, I'm fine with picking I like against pick on Jake PV. Yes, you do. Yes, you do. I'm fine with that. Yeah, it's it's not amazing, but I'm fine with it. You love picking on Giants pitchers who used to be bad White Sox pitchers, which includes Jake PV and uh, Jeff Samarja. So. Yeah, well, I'm, I'm I'm used to them being bad, so I I I'm just I guess I, I, it's like transference. It's sure. Um, did you have any other catchers other than the amazing Tucker Barnhart? I I, I, I have the Giants catchers versus. 
Dan Straley. Mm-hmm. Yeah, Tucker Bernhardt. Uh, other afternoons, I had a. Uh, it's not a lot I'm, in the afternoon. No, there really isn't much for catcher for the afternoon. I, yeah. Are, I, are, are we sure with the pronunciation for Sean Menaia? Uh, I think it's Menea, and I'm totally willing to be wrong. There's an extra A in there, though. Yeah, there is. Menaia. Menaia is what it is. Pardon me. Oh, Menaia, yeah. not Menea. So, no, I was okay. not sure, but now I am. Sean Menaia. Yeah. Uh, he's pretty all right. Like I'm excited about him, but Mariners have some uh, some lefty mashers and Chrissy and Netta. If you want to go cheap at catcher, that's a place where you could be fine. Um, in the evening, looking at some more catchers, it was a little tougher. Um, I want to go with Brian McCann against Tyler Wilson, but on one hand, Tyler Wilson hasn't been bad. He's not been good. I would never pick him, but he's been putting up you know five innings, one run, two run. He hasn't imploded. He's been okay for them and getting him to that really good bullpen. And also the Yankees have been so bad. Not only can they not pitch, but they're not hitting either. And their offense is poor. Yeah, I believe in Brian McCann, but I, they're just not putting it together. I, he might have trouble driving people in, like getting driven in. Like the whole that's the thing with DFS, you know, and a lot of fantasy is that you're pretty lineup dependent, and if everybody's slumping, doesn't matter if he's doing okay. So I think Brian McCann's gonna be fine. But I'm actually. A month ago, I would have loved this matchup, and right now I'm like, ugh, kind of a bad taste in my mouth. Um, yeah. The flip side of it, Matt Wieters gets CC Sabathia. Uh, I'll take anyone against Sabathia at this point, really. He, he's, again... Even Matt Wieters? Yeah, even Matt Wieters. I'm fine with it. Um, You're up. Yeah, I agree. But I think he'd be okay. Just, I don't know. Sabathia's not very good. Um, what do you think about Yadier Molina getting Adam Morgan, getting the lefty, and then the Phillies Jack remember it's righty on lefty, correct? Yes, that's Yadier. He gets to hit a lefty on Adam Morgan. I like right. that. And then uh, the Phillies. I don't love it, but I don't think there's a lot of catching options in the evening. And I think that's uh... a matchup you'd be okay with. And then the other one I had, it's not the platoon advantage, but just looking for a lineup that is hitting and will hit. Uh, Russell Martin getting Colby Lewis in the Texas bullpen. I like Russell against lefties usually, but if you want to spend some money at catcher... I think, you know, he should have guys to drive in, and I could see the Blue Jays doing well against uh, against Colby Lewis. Did you have any other catchers in the evening? Yes, okay. I did. Good, because I did not do that well. I had some names. I also had Yasmani Grandal getting Drew Smiley. I almost write that. I, just, I really like Drew Smiley. Uh, I think that's fine. I think that's fine, but I really like Drew Smiley. But I've got a, a super cheap catcher the evening slate. Okay. Is it Cameron Rupp? No, it's... <laughs> you wish. Yeah, I do. Brett, Nichol- Brett Nicholas versus Aaron Sanchez. Okay. Just tell tell me something good about Brett Nicholas. Okay. Brett Nicholas... He's essentially like, you know, like 20, he's a 27-year-old... I believe, I believe he's a 27-year-old rookie, which... Not usually, a good sign. You know, it's not necessarily where you want to be, but he's left-handed. Aaron Sanchez is, in fact, right-handed. Yes. Plus, plus, there you go. That's a okay. point in his favor. Uh, Sanchez, he's not been great against left against lefties. Yes, he does have that weakness. Yeah, there's been a bit of troubles there. And believe it or not, Nicholas has been hitting. He's got two homers mm. already in, in you know limited limited action. But yeah, it's coming. It's there's some walks sprinkled in there. It's not all you know only. I think seven strikeouts so far this year. Yeah. It's terrible. If you think he's going to get in the lineup and you're looking for somebody super deep, I, I like these really obscure picks uh, when you are doing GPPs or something. Nobody else is going to pick Brett Nicholas. And no, that is, nobody. And that's, so, a, that's a weakness. So if you want to punt at catcher and you're in some big format, like you could make some ground there. So, yeah. 
I don't hate that at all. Oh. Any other catchers for you? No, that's it. Okay, on to first base, a position where there are actually options. Matt, what are you thinking about first base in the afternoon? Okay, in the afternoon, I'm starting with Anthony Rizzo, mm-hmm. getting Juan Nicasio. Okay, sure. Juan Nicasio, I can't... Yeah, I, I like Rizzo against any almost anybody, but he had seven scoreless last time out against the Reds, but, like, struggle before that. I can't figure Juan Nicasio out, but I I trust Rizzo no matter what. So well, yeah. I, I can't figure the Cubs out, and it's just like wave after wave of like good patient hitters in that lineup. Oh yeah, no, I I'm intrigued by Nicasio, but I'm not picking him against the Cubs. Goodness, what a oh, bad matchup! Rizzo against the the Pirates. So, yeah, yeah, I'm okay with that. Joey Votto versus Jake Peavy. Okay, sure. Fine Why? Why is that get an okay? Sure. <laughs> Who's Votto gonna drive in? <laughs> the other issue. I like Joey Votto. I want to see. A multi-homer it's, 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 game. He has a representative major league offense. He's they're fine. Yeah, I want to see more Votto power. Not that I think he in any way stinks. I just as a DFS guy, he's a high floor guy for sure. He's a very high floor guy. So I'm so much more a Chris Carter guy than a Joey Votto guy, which might be my problem. But that's just my DFS style. Uh, but I mean, absolutely no disrespect to Joey Votto, and I think he can handle Jake. I think the throw shade to Jose Quintana yesterday. Yeah, I yeah, I'm fine with it. I, I'm 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 sorry I disrespected it with the tone of my okay. Okay. <laughs> my next pick will get you more excited for it because it's Lucas Duda versus Julius Chassin. Yeah, I'm into it. Yeah, Chassin is another one of the Braves right-handed starters who struggles with lefties. It's like a team that can't pitch against lefties. So I'm into that. I like Chassin against righties, but. I think Lucas Dude will do just fine. And, and the Mets are like using the Mets lineup. This can be a bad yeah. day for. And the Mets can, are hitting. The Mets are definitely hitting. I think they'll be fine. So, who else you got at first base? That's it for the afternoon. <laughs> oh man, uh, your boy again. We can mention the Giants. Uh, Brandon Belt getting Dan Straley. Sure, maybe Ben Paulson against Caesar Vargas. That's fine if you want to get obscure, but I don't think you have to at first base. And then my boy Chris Carter had two home runs against Nick Tropiano on Tuesday. Now he gets a lefty in Hector Santiago. Uh, he likes to hit lefties. Hector Santiago is pretty good, though, so I don't like it as much. But it's at least a lefty for him. If you were looking for uh, boomer bust points uh, in a big format, I, I give the thumbs up for Chris Carter in this matchup. I'm, I'm not going to lie. I, I wrote it down, but I know that you you were so, you'd be excited to say it. Saving so. it for me? That's really I sweet did. of you. Yeah. He, yeah, he did fine. Um, and then in the evening, I only had four names. I start with Edwin Encarnacion getting Colby Lewis. We'll be fine there. I got Justin Bohr getting Ruby De La Rosa. Ruby De La Rosa, last time out, finally brought that potential that we've been waiting for. You know, you know, makes you a little nervous. Seven innings, two hits, two walks, ten strikeouts against the Cardinals. I think he has that in him. I guess the Cardinals, though. I don't... It's, that's true. But I think he has that potential in him. Uh, but we'll see. Uh, when we get the pitchers, I... Kind of maybe like him in Miami, but he has those splits, and I like all the left-handed Miami hitters, and that includes Justin Bohr. Um, I have your boy Jose Abreu getting Clay Buckles. You never really know what you're going to get out of Clay Buckles, but one of the outcomes is always possibly him melting down, which would be... No, Abreu has been on fire for the past week, so... You never know. Like, if he comes in and allows five, six runs to the White Sox, you'd be like, yeah, sure, that's Clay Buckles. Yeah, I could, that's probably going to happen. Yeah, I, I don't know that it's definitely going to happen. I just know it's certainly possible. It's very on the table. Uh, and then um, 
I got Ryan Howard getting Mike Leake. Ryan Howard's hitting, like, under 200, but he already has six homers. Like, he's going to hit 25 this year and maybe bat 210. But, I mean, I like Chris Carter way more. But it's the same kind of boomer bust thing. Mike Leake's been bad also. So if if you're feeling Ryan Howard at all, I think it's an okay time to go there if you're just looking for a homer. But it's not exciting. Who else do you have at first base? Okay, in the in the evening state, I've got yes. Will Myers versus Tyler Chatwood. Sure, it's righty on righty, but Tyler Chatwood is that bad. I'm I'm yeah, okay yeah, with it. Actually, for, for his career, he struggles against right-handers more than more than lefties. Okay, but, yeah, and Myers is he kind of struggles against everyone. Yeah, so. and Myers has been good. I'm fine with it for sure. Yeah, Myers yeah. been confident this year. Uh, I wrote down Carlos Santana versus Anibal Sanchez. Okay, yeah, talk about struggling this year, Anibal. Yeah. Uh, I worked on Jingho Park versus Mike Fires. Okay, yeah, that's it's a righty. He usually prefers lefties. You are correct, righty and righty, but he has the Park. power. He's hit six home runs against righties this year, I think. Yeah, he's he has the power. He should be fine. He's he's he started the year real ugly, and he's still striking out plenty, but he's straightening it out. So yeah. it would be nice to see him do well. No. And I, I worked on the, the Texas first baseman versus Aaron Sanchez. Both are lefties. Sure. You know, taking care of that split, I'm fine with that. I personally, I, I think at this point in the year, I'd probably rather have Mitch Moreland than Prince Fielder. Yeah, they're both they're both a little bit flawed, but both a little bit interesting. You know, neither of them are great. All right, Matt. At second base, you can start with Joe Panic against Dan Straley. Pick a giant. Who else do you got I in the feel afternoon? Like Giants is cheating. Right. Well, just cross them off the list. It's it's doable. It's totally viable. Go nuts. Um, who else do you have in the afternoon though? Okay, Neil Walker versus Julius Chessine. Yes, yes, yes. Uh, one Daniel Murphy versus Chris Medlin. Yeah, also have him. He's still hitting like three seventy five or something silly. So. Yeah. And I've got a super deep pick. Okay, who you got? Yeah, you could probably put this guy just about anywhere in the infield. Yes. But I'm fairly confident Tommy Lestal is going to sneak in there on a, on a getaway day. Uh, I saw a tweet that Javier Baez might start again. It's probably likely to. Yeah. Uh, I, I can see Lestal because they don't have any outfielders. They need somebody to play third base. Yeah. Uh, I thought I saw a tweet that Javier Baez would play third on Wednesday. Um, but Is it like a guarantee? Like I thought I saw a tweet that said that. So no, not at all. Uh, but you like Listella and you like Baez. I like Baez against lefties more, but he's still intriguing no matter what when he gets in. Yeah. So uh, keep an eye out for Listella or Baez in the afternoon. If Listella gets in there, you want him in the lineup against Juan Picasso. That's all I'm going to say. Okay. Okay. Um, I had the guys you had. I wrote DJ LeMahieu getting Cesar Vargas, but it's hard to be excited about DJ LeMahieu away from Coors Field, really. Agreed. Um, the other one I have is uh, Jason Kipnis getting Anibal Sanchez. I'm sorry, it's it's, it's maybe five, an afternoon five, game. That's the five ten. I'd consider that part of the evening slate. That's a three ten Pacific. Yeah, it's a, okay. So the split slate's weird. There's seven early, seven late, and then this weird orphan game in the middle. That's Detroit at Cleveland. So uh, depending on where you play um, and if you're how you're going to pick on Anibal Sanchez earlier or late. I, I've kept this written down for the evening. How, how, how does he have him in the morning, in the in the afternoon? Um, I believe some some sites will have your slate starting at seven p.m. and the others are everything before that. But I don't know. Right. I we try to draw a really big umbrella here, best we can, and cover all the bajillion different DFS sites, of which there are definitely more than just two. Um, so yeah, pardon us for being because we get that feedback like that we're not specific enough, and I'm like, it's such a weird line to draw of where to try and do it. So, 
Um, we're, we're trying to split it up, but we appreciate that feedback also. Thanks for letting us know how we can help Wait, tailor did, this. Did we get another review? Not that I know of. We can check that, though. We can check our iTans, but... Um, uh, yeah, it, we're doing our best to apply this to every DFS player. And a lot of times not DFS players. It just helps them stay on top of baseball stuff, which is good. All right. In the evening, possibly Jason Kipnis. Um, I have Jonathan Scope getting Sabathia. It's ready on lefty. I think Scope's going to be just fine with the lefty in Sabathia. He'll be okay. I got your boy, our boy, Derek Dietrich getting Ruby De La Rosa. Uh, likes to hit righties. They're batting them, if not lead off. Up near the top of the lineup, they're using him. He's sliding right in, and he has pop. Um, I don't like him against a lefty, but I think he'll be okay with a righty if Ruby can't handle things in Miami. Um, also, our boy Logan Forsyth gets Alex Wood. We like him against a lefty. He'll be just fine there. A pick you won't like is uh, Dustin Pedroia getting Carlos Rodon. I like him against the lefties. Uh, not that exciting, but I think he'd be okay. He, he's still definitely, when he's healthy, has it in his bat. And then um, I have Rugnetador against Aaron Sanchez. If you believe I'm picking on his split, Rugnetador would be just fine up there in Toronto, too. Matt, do you have any second baseman in the evening that I missed? Second baseman in the evening that you missed? Yes. I think, yeah, I think honestly... They steal I, them all. I, I kept this odor and foresight. I think you hit all of them, correct? I stole them. Yes, I did. Yeah, you did. Right. You, you, we, we were of the, of, of, of the same mind on second base in the evening. Yeah, there's some good options there. Um, third base during the afternoon, I only had three names, and one of them is uh, Matt Duffy getting Dan Straley. So, Matt, how'd you do at third base in the afternoon? It's, I think I, sh- I, I think I struggled, honestly. Yeah. It's, all right. I so, know I struggled, honestly. It's Matt Duffy, who's totally a fine pick. Nothing wrong with that. Yeah. Um, it's Chris Bryant getting Juan Nicasio, even though it's righty on righty and it's in Pittsburgh. Chris Bryant is a stud. He could be just fine. And then if you want to dig deep and it's not great, uh, Nolan Arenado in San Diego getting Cesar Vargas. I don't think That's Cesar Vargas deep. is great. I don't think the Padres' bullpen's great. It's it's Petco, but... And I don't really want to pay for him there, but I think he'd be fine, right? I would think so, yes. Yeah. It's... Yeah. Beyond that, do you want Aaron Hill getting Hector Santiago? Not really. Do you want David Wright getting Yuli Shasin? Like, I... Uh, you know... Eugenio Suarez getting Jake Peavy. Like, that's okay. Too, but no. Yeah, it's it's not a great day. I think it might just be a Matt Duffy day against Dan Straley, don't you think? I'd rather go with Arenado, personally. Yeah, if you can afford Arenado, for sure. Um, how about in the evening? Did you do better in the evening? I think there are at least some more picks to be excited about then. Uh, I had a couple of names, but don't... Yeah, we'll, we'll see where I... I worked on Donaldson versus Lewis. Sure, yeah, that'd be okay. He's he's gonna you know Josh Donaldson should should bash Colby Lewis over the head. I would think so. I feel like this is one of those like gonna be one of those weird Colby Lewis starts where he's like oh yeah he's gonna get trashed in uh in Toronto and he goes there and throws like seven scoreless. I think like he has one or two of those every year where you're like what what where did that come from? So yeah. Anyway, uh, I'm that said you got to trust the process and pick against him for sure. Yeah, I guess. Yeah. Who else you got? Uh, on Evan Longoria versus Alex Wood. Okay, yeah, I had that too. Uh, and last, I've got our guy Luis Valbuena versus Phil Hughes, but I'd like to see him hit a home run before I'd actually use him in a lineup. Yeah, uh, we're waiting. We're waiting. I, I don't. I hope he's yeah, not done. It's not, for, you know, it's not for lack of trying on our part. Yeah, um, I got a couple of righty on righties. Your boy Todd Frazier getting uh, Clay Buckles. If you believe Jose Abreu, I think Todd Frazier will be fine there too. If you think Buckles is going to melt down, which he does. Uh, 
Todd Frazier would be fine. And then uh, Michael Franco gets Mike Leake. And Mike Leake has been bad. And I, I think Michael Franco is talented. I think the Phillies are talented. Aaron Nola has like 20 straight scoreless innings. He's out of his mind. Um, so <laughs> look at the Phillies, man. I don't think they're going to keep this up, but it's still fun to see their... It's fun to see rebuilding teams getting through their rebuild and getting good. So, okay. Shortstop. I have four in the afternoon, including Brandon Crawford, getting Daniel Straley, uh, and three in the evening. Matt, how'd you do in the afternoon for shortstop? I had Trevor Story versus that Vargas character in San yes. Diego. Sure. Uh, and I had Jonathan VR against... Hector uh, Santiago. All right. You had VR on a day I didn't write him down, but I'm still into it. I'm still into it. I have your boy is Dribble Cabrera getting Yuli Shasin. Switch hitter would be fine. Just because, again, I think Shasin struggles with lefties. And I have our boy, uh, you probably had him in the evening, Francisco Lindor getting Anibal Sanchez. But wherever he fits. I I'm annoyed that you still I'm, claim he's playing in the afternoon. Claiming that this weird middle game fits somewhere. Um, yeah, uh, he'll be just fine, too. So okay. that segue into the evening, I only have three. Uh, I got two I don't love, and then one I think is the place to go. Uh, if you, because I'm looking for picks in the evening and it's tough, you can spend on Carlos Correa getting Phil Hughes. It's not the platoon advantage, but Carlos Correa is good. He'd be fine. Uh, if you want to go cheap, if you want to punt it at short in the evening, uh, Jimmy Rollins hitting near the top of the lineup against Clay Buckles. You're just hoping he gets in on the madness that is a bad Clay Buckles start. They're bad in, like, second. So if he melts down, I think Jimmy Rollins could move the needle there. Um, my favorite pick of the day uh, for the evening at shortstop, if it's not uh, Francisco Lindor, it's uh, Aledmus Diaz getting Adam Morgan. That's a platoon advantage for him. He keeps hitting. He'll be fine. Uh, I don't know what's up with the Cardinals just producing good hitters all the time. But, yeah, he'll be fine there. Do you have any shortstops I did not have? In that case, I like Francisco Lindor best in the evening slate. Yeah, I think so, too. Um, okay, and then outfield. Matt, who do you like in the outfield in the afternoon? Lots of options. There's uh, Hunter Pence versus Dan Straley. Yep. I'm cheating with the Giants. Good, you should. Uh, on the other side, I like Jay Bruce versus Jake Peavy. I'm okay with that, yeah. Okay, uh... The Mets guys versus Julius, that's Conferto and Granderson in particular? Yes, absolutely. I'm all in there. Bryce Harper getting Chris Medlin? Yep. If you want to spend the money, that's a good place to put it. Domingo Santana and Ryan Braun against Hector Santiago? I love that, too. Um, the Brewers have been resting Ryan Braun here and there, and it's worked great. He's doing awesome at the plate. But uh, keep an eye out for him maybe not being in the game. Obviously, you should be checking your lineups no matter what, but there's a chance that he won't be playing. So, uh, yeah. But if he's in, I like it. And I definitely like Santana against the lefty, too. I, I, I like my Mariners righties yes. against Sean Manaya. Or yeah. Manaya? Manaya. Manaya, yeah. Nelson yeah, Cruz and Franklin Gutierrez. Franklin Gutierrez, yeah. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, Dexter Fowler versus Juan Nicasio. Yeah, that's who I had because I. The same kind of, like, I don't know who from the Cubs is going to necessarily score against Nicasio, but take the leadoff guy. He gets on base like crazy. You can't get him out. So, yeah, I think he'll be scoring runs in Pittsburgh. I really want to take somebody from the Angels against Zach Davies. But who? Mike Trout is, like, literally the only name I can find. Cole Calhoun, I guess. I guess. But he's... Not this... Not, it's been bad. 
Everybody's been bad. I know. I, I'm not, I refuse to write down Cliff Pennington's name because I don't believe he's no. still in the league. No, 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 no. Never that. Like, you nail Escobar if you wanted to at third base, but, like, they have a guy in left field. I think it's Rafael Ortega. You're like, no. Like, I no. I don't know. Do you, uh, do you suppose like, John Danks and Adam LaRoche, like, call each other and, like, bag on other people's lineups? <laughs> now they will. Now they have time to. Now they can, can go hunting. Still playing? Yeah. Well, apparently. Whatever. Yeah, you can go Trout. You can go Calhoun if you want. Um, yeah, I had all those same outfielders in the afternoon you did. I also wrote down Matt Kemp against Chatwood. Oh, I, I wasn't finished. Oh, I ruined it for you. Well, you still get credit for taking him from me. No, uh, you can have the Matt Kemp credit. It's fine. Uh, he's sitting like 300 with eight homers. He's been awesome. He only has like three walks. He's not drawn any walks. And so I, you know, might get out while I can. But uh, so far, so good. Um, yeah, sorry. That's the only other outfitter I had. Did you have anybody else in the afternoon? No. Okay, so we had the same outfitters. How about the evening? Where did you go? Okay, I'm starting with Mark Trumbo versus CC. Yes. Circle that one. Put a star next to it. Uh, you could have circled it for Tuesday as well. Yeah, I, I'm into it. He'll, he's he's in a groove when Trumbo's on, and he's especially when he's getting a lefty. Go nuts. Yes. Uh, Michael Saunders versus Colby Lewis. Yep, yep, yep. That's the end already. You could also go with Ezekiel Carrera if you're going really cheap, but yeah, make sure I, he gets it. Yeah. Uh, no more Mazzara versus Aaron Sanchez. Sure. Yeah, that's taking care of that uh, that split. I like that. Yeah, I I really like no more Mazzara. Yeah, he can hit. He's gonna go through some growing pains because he's young, but he can hit. It'll be just fine. Uh, Christian Yelich versus De La Rosa. Yes. Stephen Piscotti. Uh, Piscotti. Piscotti. Scotty. Yeah. Oh, kind of like the, the cookie. Yes, Piscotti and Grichuk's and uh, Hazel Bakers. Bakers <laughs> versus Adam Morgan. Yeah, and, and finally, I've, I've I've got a blast from the past. Okay, a, a, a shout out to 2015. Okay, who do you got? Crispy Young versus Carlos Rodon. Sure, yeah, that's it's been a while because he hasn't done a lot, but that is his job <laughs> is to hit lefties. Honestly, I'm I he should fire his agent. And I'll tell you why. Okay. okay? Here's what, if you're Chris Young, you just you stay in New York. You you do the platoon thing against lefties. Sure. And you know, you rake in you know six seven million dollars a year. Yeah. And just do that for like the next five years. This year he's made it into sixteen games. This is through Monday. Uh, no homers, no triples, for doubles. One eighty five, two forty one, three thirty three. Not getting to do much yet. Okay. But. Yeah. Over the offseason, I think he signed a two-year deal with Boston. So, hold on, hold on. We're going to dig yeah. deeper, though, because his job is only to hit left-handed pitching, right? That's why they got him. <laughs> and so he's been used evenly on both. 17 plate appearances against righties, a 294 OBS. He has 12 plate appearances against lefties in eight games. We're having fun with the small sample size. A 1,017 OPS against lefties in his 12 plate appearances. So, if all you want him to do is hit lefties, he's doing his job, it seems like. He's getting that part done. Just Pretty much. But I, Three doubles I'm, in ten at-bats. Uh, I'm super with his agent for taking him out of that situation in New York that I like so much. Sure. Sure. That's funny. You look that close. It's like, oh, he's still hitting lefties. He's doing that. Just don't let him near a right-handed pitcher at all. Uh, anyway, he's going to start against... Uh, Probably. 
assuming he gets in there, which he probably will. If he gets Carlos Rodon, you want him. Until the bullpen comes in. Until anybody that throws with their right arm comes out of the White Sox bullpen, and then he's done so. But Honestly, I... I like it. I like the pick. 1,000 OPS in 12 plate appearances. I'm taking that to the bank. Uh, who else you got? That... that... Uh, finishes my my evening slide. All right, I like the uh the Orioles outfielders against the lefty. It might be Joey Rickard, who we don't really believe in, but they keep batting him leadoff, and he's doing okay. And if they're gonna keep batting him leadoff, uh, and I think they're gonna score runs against Sabathia, he has value. Nolan Reimold might get in there, who can hit lefties. Uh, Adam Jones should be just fine against Sabathia. Any of those guys. Did you, John, did, yeah. Did you hear the Kim uh, Hyunsu Kim on the Orioles? Like they, yeah. They, they could rid of him so they just kind of capped him they just buried him on the bench yes they did like and he's still there he's not leaving yeah no why would he? he's getting he, whatever yeah it's yeah uh, i wish that had worked out it was kind of an awkward situation it's, it's awkward he's when he's been tossed in there he's actually done pretty well but they're not giving him any chances you know oh, and they signed a contract with it's their fault they signed a contract where if he didn't go in the majors, he could, you know, take his money, and that's on them. They should have, I don't know, it's what they negotiated, so that's weird. Um, I had all those Rays outfielder righties that I liked against Scott Kazmir. I like them against Alex Wood even more. That's Steven Souza, that's Desmond Jennings, and that's Brandon Geyer. Uh, I've been on that. Um, I liked Enrique uh, going against a lefty. Enrique Hernandez of the Dodgers getting Drew Smiley. I don't know that I would personally take him against Drew Smiley, but that's just because I like Drew Smiley. But he definitely has value uh, against the lefty. Um, your boy Adam Eaton gets Clay Buckles. Same kind of thing. Just if you like Jimmy Rollins at all, it's going to be way better than that and actually batting at the top of the lineup uh, getting Clay Buckles. Um, if you want another righty against Rodon, Mookie Betts, he likes to hit lefties. He's just all around pretty good, and I'm not that scared there. Can draw a walk and take off. Your boy Preston Tucker, if he gets in, or Colby Rasmus, who, you know, has plenty of power, gets Phil Hughes. And, yeah, I think that's all the outfielders for me. I think we covered them all. For only having okay. seven or eight games in the evening, that's plenty of options. Um, then we got to try and figure out these pitchers. Uh, in the afternoon... John Lester going to Pittsburgh should be fine. He's been really good this year. I tried to pick some batters against him because I knew they'd be able to run wild, but if he's not giving up base runners, it doesn't help, you know. So uh, I think John Lester would be fine there. We didn't pick any hitters against him. Steven Matz getting Atlanta is a slam dunk. Atlanta is so bad, especially against lefties. I said that, and then Matt Harvey struggled. I think Matt Harvey was sick. It didn't look good, though. But um, I trust Steven Matz. Six scoreless innings last time out. Uh... I it's pay the money, whatever it is, for him to get land. I think that's a good matchup. Um, would you take Steven Strasburg going to Kansas City? I'm not that scared of Kansas City, really. They're pesky. They're not a great matchup, but I think a good pitcher can do what he needs to do there. I'm, I'm concerned with the price for, for Strasburg. Sure, you might be paying a lot for it, but the strikeouts just keep his floor so high and the high ceiling. I don't know. I'm looking for strikeouts in my DFS lineup. Um, I'd, I'd be concerned there. Okay. Uh, how about Felix going to Oakland? We were worried about Felix last time, and he was awesome. Actually, he's been pretty good this season, is he not? It, walks are up and velocity's down, and like people are worried about it. And even when he went and had seven and two-thirds scoreless against the Royals last time, it was three walks, four strikeouts. Like The peripherals aren't good. It's four strikeouts in each of his last four starts. Like, mm-hmm. But he faced Oakland on April 10th, and he had ten strikeouts then. So... 
I don't know. I think he does fine against Oakland. I don't love it. I'm not paying ace prices, but I think he'll be okay. It's a small one. I'd consider the flip side, too. Sean Mania getting Seattle. Uh, Seattle's pretty good right now, but if you want lightning in a bottle, he's talented, and I could would not be shocked if he had a good outing there. And then this bubble game, did you in your evening slate have Kluber getting Detroit? Do you trust Corey Kluber? In, in the my evening slate, yes, I had Corey Kluber getting Detroit. Yeah, depending on where he fits, yeah. His ERA looks high right now, but I'm not worried about it. He's yeah. His peripheral numbers look awesome. He's a strikeout machine, doesn't walk anybody. He's going to do okay. I, I kind of, for, for the, the afternoon slate, I kind of like just like going cheap. Sure. Say say hunt for wins with Hector Santiago and Jake Peavy. Yeah, you'd, you'd pick the Bulldog. It's He's going to get his run support, that's for sure. They're gonna, they should score runs against that team, yeah, you, you would think. Yeah, so. I'm fine with that. I like Santiago, too. I don't think it's a great matchup, just because I think there's so many good right-handed bats in that Brewers lineup. But that's when I said when you picked Adam Conley, and he ruined them. So uh, there's whiff potential in that lineup, too. So. <laughs> I don't think Santiago's safe, but I think. Oh no, I don't. I don't think you know going PV and PV Santiago. I don't think it's safe at all. Just but where you might go. Cheap. I think the option is there. Yeah, yeah. Um, how about in the evening? What are you thinking? We picked some lefty hitters from Texas against Aaron Sanchez, but would you? He's been good. He he already murders righties. That part's you don't have to worry about. It's is he going to struggle against lefties in the start? Two starts ago, he blew up against Oakland, but last time he got Tampa Bay and he threw seven scoreless. He's a two five nine ERA on the air. You got to consider it, I think. I guess, yeah, you, you can consider it. Yeah. I, I would probably go elsewhere. Yeah, it's an upside play. It is. Uh, are you spending money for Jose Fernandez getting the D backs? I would actually. I'd kind of like to fade it with, with DLR. Uh, I'm thinking about Ruby again. He looked so good last time out, and I think. Miami has a lot of those left-handed hitters that we like against them, but they're not that good of a lineup overall, I feel like. They're, they're okay. It'd be, it'd be a big fade. It would definitely be a big fade, but I don't think it's crazy. If I were to say a player who put together multiple lineups, I would probably do a DLR lineup. Yes, I, I would I would try him out. I would try him out. But like, would, like toss him with like, you know, like DLR and Drew Smiley. Yeah. I like Drew Smiley, too, because, again, that could be double-digit strikeouts there if things go well against the Dodgers, who did blow up, uh, did, did do well on Tuesday. But, I mean, yeah. Here's Drew Smiley's strikeouts by start this year. 5, 11, 11, 6, and 8. Like, not setting the world on fire, but done really well. I mean, he also, that's 41 strikeouts. He has uh, 6 walks. 41 strikeouts and 6 walks. Drew Smiley's a monster, I think. Wow, that's almost Chris Sale level. It almost is, right? He's almost Jose Quintana level. Uh, so I, <laughs> I like Drew Smiley getting the Dodgers. I think he'll be fine. Um, speaking of risky upside guys, Carlos Rodon can also rack up tons of strikeouts too if things go well. Boston's not a good matchup, but... No, thank you. No, you're passing. I am. He has five walks across his last three starts. Uh, last couple starts have been good. They've been okay. I don't know. There's, there's danger there. It's not a good that, matchup. That ridiculous streak of quality starts, like getting back to last year, then he just kind of fell apart for a couple starts. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know. There's potential there. It's not nearly as enticing as Smiley, but same kind of thing. Here's one. How about Mike Fires getting the Minnesota Twins? You, the, you can talk to me about that, yeah. I'm... I'm going to talk about it all year, that Tanner Roark start, where if Tanner Roark can get 15 strikeouts there, Mike Fires is a flawed pitcher. He's had his issues. His ERA is 497, but he's still striking people out. He's, he still has that potential. That tool is still there. 
he's not a strikeout monster, but if the Twins are struggling like that, there's not a lot of big scary bats there. Uh, so I I could see that as a as an upside play. And then I want to say Mike Leak, but Mike Leak has no upside or not much when he's on, <laughs> and he's been off. He has a five eight three ERA. I think he'll be better than that, but like there's not much upside there, and he's cold. So I don't think I can pick against the Phillies who aren't that bad themselves. So. Yeah, do you have any other pitchers in the evening? We we talk about literally everybody. Yeah, Alex Wood going to Tampa Bay, I guess, you know. But I don't want Tyler Wilson, even though I think he might do fine. He's at most going to go like five innings. Like, there's not much to get there. So no, it really isn't. Adam Morgan, does not really, you know. Phil Hughes <laughs> against Houston, no thanks. I don't know. Uh, I think evening slate is where you're having some fun with upside guys and None of these guys feel safe, but I can see good things out of all of them. Like the safest one is Jose Fernandez, but you're gonna that's an ace play and that's fine. But Aaron Sanchez, Ruby, Smiley, Rodon, Fires are all guys who could be awesome but could blow up. So I'm interested in all of them, but I don't feel great about any of them. Alright, Matt. And then we gotta pick some uh some fill the streams picks here for the evening. And we have quite a few options. Juan Nicasio was 51% owned, and I didn't want to take him against the Cubs, and I'm glad the temptation is gone. That said, I think 51% is too low. He's interesting. Um, Mike Fires. Dylan? Yeah? Troy Tulowitzki is too low. Uh, Yeah, you got me. Good work. Uh, Is that revenge for my May the 4th be with you joke? You made a May the 4th be with you joke? Yeah. Yeah, I did. And then <laughs> Mike Fires is 47% against the Twins. He's eligible. Um, Yulis Shasin. I like Yulis Shasin, but not against the Mets. Uh, Chris Medlin's eligible, but the Nationals aren't a great matchup. Sean Manaya is only 28%. I think that he's worth a flyer for more than that. And then Clay Buckholz, if you're feeling insane, 33%. Our boy Ruby is at 20%. I think it's probably Mike Fires or Ruby De La Rosa. I'm probably going to go with Ruby. Are you joining me with Ruby going to Miami? I'm taking Shamanaya. You're taking Shamanaya against the, the Mariners. I like that, too. I'm interested there. As long as he can avoid Nelson Cruz. I don't know. That lineup's hitting, but it's mostly left-handed. So, yeah. Um, I'm going with Ruby and hoping that he doesn't get ruined by those lefty bats. Hoping that Derek Dietrich doesn't bring the pain. And he might. So, yeah. All right, Matt. You got anything else before we get out of here? Uh, I think I think we're good, man. I think we we ran it down pretty well. Yeah, um, yeah we did. Do, do you uh, have a favorite John Banks moment you want to share with with everybody? Um, it was whatever that game one sixty three was. That's his like career moment, right? Yeah, was that two thousand eight, yeah. two thousand. Yeah, it was. Yeah, I remember that. That was when he was awesome. I had him on. That was before. That was like the. Yeah, I had him on some fantasy teams back then, and I remember rooting for him because he was on my team that year, and it was game one sixty three. And he pitched awesome. So I, I think that's that. the career moment for John Danks. I, I think I agree. Yeah. Um, I, I did take a glance at our, at our iTunes page. Sadly, yes. no new reviews. That's, yeah. But we I, don't plug I it very often. There's something called Field and Streams. Yeah, it's hunting fishing. No, it's it's uh, music, various artists. Oh, boy. I thought there was some sort of like nature outdoorsy podcast called Field and Streams. No, uh, it probably is, but I, I, I mistyped field upstreams when I was looking for it the first yeah. time. Yeah. And I'm like, oh, wow, there's a whole bunch of reviews here. I'm like, oh. Yeah. We, oh, why are they talking about music? Yeah. We don't plug it very often, but there is an iTunes page. It helps us get more listeners. Uh, 
if you would like to go leave an honest review, uh, let us know what you think. We the feedback definitely helps shape this show. We appreciate yeah. it. So honestly, we've really yet to have like an iTunes troll, and I'm kind of looking forward to it. Yeah, you, you do like that. You enjoy that. I, I, oh, I think that's just hilarious because yeah. we'll, we'll read it on air, but we won't read his name. There you go. Heard. There you go. Um, but, but, Field and streams, uh, surprisingly positive. Uh, yeah. A gentleman named Yarb says good stuff. Five stars. Well, there you go. Well, go check out the Field and Streams podcast, which we're not exactly sure what it is. It's music. It's a podcast about music. No, this is this is like an album called Field and Streams. Oh, Sarah got it. Ray. It's not even podcast. Okay. Yeah. Well, there Various you go. Various artists. Let's see who's on here. Uh, the Yeah Yeah Yeahs, Jeff oh. Hanson. We're endorsing it based on the similarity to our own title. I feel someone like. called Dirt Bike Annie. <laughs> oh boy. Uh, okay. Before this spirals too far, or this is going to be a new segment I, I, of ours. I, I've heard of literally two of these artists. Yeah. And yeah, no. Yeah. I don't. I don't know anything. Go ahead and tweet to Matt about music at Matt D underscore DFS in your favorite music. Your favorite uh, iTunes searches that are similar to Field of Streams, which is us, which you should find us there. Matt under Matt D underscore DFS. I'm on Twitter at Higgins FOS, and yeah, we love to hear from you. Um, that should do it for us. We will be back tomorrow for another show because we do this five days a week. Um, yeah, for Matt, I'm Dylan. We'll talk to you then. Enjoy your baseball. Thank you for listening to the Field of Streams podcast. For more fantasy baseball analysis, visit fangraphs.com slash fantasy or follow us on Twitter at Rotographs.